You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. Welcome back to Hot Tag with the brew. No, beer. Beer city boy. <laughs> Just seeing if you're awake over there, Alex. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm back with episode 16, right? Correct. That is correct. Well, um, today we're going to talk a little bit about wrestling, I guess. Um, there's some uh, changes that happened um, that we just found out about. Some uh, some positive things that uh, you can watch free wrestling on, too. So, we'll, uh, we'll touch base on that. And then uh, we have a great old school match that we're going to kind of watch and review... Um, as we watch along later on at the end of the podcast here, it's Arn and Tully versus Sting and Barry Windham. So, um, that should be a good uh, match that we're going to review. It should be interesting. I think it's uh, old NWA footage, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, you can Google, I mean, you can uh, YouTube that and watch it and see if we know what we're talking about or something like that so but uh today on the podcast we have our special guest of the week none other than the mjs herself can you say hi to the people hello do you have anything to add to the podcast this week mjs no, not really. No? Then you should probably get off the podcast if you're not going to say anything. <laughs> you're supposed to be a heel. Okay, so? You're supposed to tell us that we suck at our jobs and we shouldn't podcast anymore. Okay, you suck at your jobs and you shouldn't podcast anymore. Oh, well, I already said that, so <laughs> can't say that. But you told me to. Yeah, of course I did. Anyways, we got little baby on the on the ground. She's gonna be walking around, yapping, <laughs> handing out some toys, maybe some books, making a lot of noise. So, uh, what do you got, Alex? Yeah. Man. Uh, before we get rolling, I want to uh, send out my uh, apologies to everybody. Last week, I uh, sneezed and uh, I left it in there. Once again, I'm. Uh, doing a bad job at editing. I'm going to lose my job. I have to give up last week's pay from our sponsors. Uh, so, uh, sorry everybody for sneezing. Uh, won't happen again. Uh, MJS is uh, keeping me on my toes today. Uh, she's got a steel chair, so I'm scared for my life. Oh, steel chair. Look out for the headshot. She's the new chairman. But, uh, yeah, what uh, what do you think of uh, Dynamite this week? Uh, big surprise happened at the end. Yeah, big surprise. Uh, Kenta came out of uh, the crowd and um, ended up taking out Moxley. So Moxley has the uh, NW, or NJW, PW, NJPW. NJ, I can't even talk today. So uh, Yeah, he's US, U.S. champ. Yeah, he's the U.S. champ, and... Uh, uh, Kento's looking to, because uh, he's got the briefcase. That's yeah. that's kind of they do like a money in the bank kind of thing. Okay, 
but uh, he's looking to uh, go up against Moxley and take that belt from him. Yeah, um, I think this was a good segue considering those two are like feuding within uh, New Japan. They're doing that New Japan strong over here in the States. Um, I, I, I like that surprise. I didn't see it coming. I mean, I know we had kind of talked in the last couple of months that uh, New Japan was probably going to partner with uh, AEW. Um, so it finally happened. And uh, why not have a storyline across two shows? Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm kind of curious, though, to see how long it's going to take for other people from New Japan to come in, considering a lot of them are probably stuck over there in Japan with the... Because you probably have to quarantine, right? If you come over here from another country? Yeah, I'm sure that, that there's uh, different regulations for different parts of the comp country and whatnot, so... Um, yeah, it all depends on what they have going on as far as their restrictions, so... Yeah, so... Um, but it comes at a good time that... Uh, Kinta attacked John Moxley because uh, um, big news came out this week. Uh, New Japan's going to be on on the Roku channel, uh, so that's for everybody who has a uh, Roku. That's uh, free to watch. It's going to be on Thursdays, and uh, I know it's going to be an hour long to start. So I don't know if they're going to. If it's successful, if they're going to make it longer, or if it's just going to be highlights, or just this New Japan Strong stuff from the U.S., or what it's going to be. Yeah, uh, only time will tell. We'll find out um, what that has in store. But that's pretty exciting news, that we're going to get that New Japan um, stuff back on TV. Yeah, um, I definitely think it'll bring in... Um, some new fans to to new japan product um you know i know who a lot of the guys are but i've never really watched the product all that much just what i can catch on youtube or twitter or whatever um so i'm i'm excited to see uh where things are going to go uh you know go forward and stuff um but yeah i don't know um it's going to be interesting to see um, how they develop this story between uh, John Moxley and Kinta uh, across both uh, both shows. Um, but yeah, uh, I also like that match leading up to that um, with uh, John Moxley and Pack and Ray Phoenix against uh, the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, the Bullet Club like gets back together because I know Kenta's in the Bullet Club um, he, and stuff so it, it'll be interesting to see I noticed on Twitter that uh, Tama Tonga had kind of said something along the lines of uh, had telling Kenta that he should slap Kenny Omega so I don't know if they're still like making this this rift between them or if they are going to all get back together um, so yeah it'll be interesting to see in the next couple of weeks going forward 
Um, but uh, MJS, did you watch any uh, Dynamite this week? No, I do not think so. Um, yeah, I don't think so. What kind of wrestling did you watch? Um, well... Watched a little bit of Dynamite. Yeah. But I watched Ron's Smackdown. Did you know? Mm hmm. Was it enjoyable? Yes, it was. What did you get out of it? Tell us about it. Which one? Uh, well, let's start with uh, Raw. Um. Did you see Alexa Bliss? I did not see Alexa Bliss. Uh. Did you see Peyton Royce? Um, no. No. Well, then I don't really care about Raw. <laughs> um. So, did you see anything that you liked? I honestly don't remember. Okay, what about SmackDown? SmackDown was uh, um, Friday night. I know that... Bailey fought uh, Ruby Riot. Yeah, who won that match? Bailey. Bailey did. Okay. I think. Do you like Bailey still? Yes. Yeah. And then Billy Kay was at the announce desk. Okay. And she's trying to like help Bailey, kind of. And then the last thing that I remember is that. Um, Bianca Belair um, was talking with one person, I don't remember who it was, and then Sasha came out. She was talking and, to Kamala and uh, Reginald. Yeah. Yeah. Them. And, oh. Um, she beat Reginald with her hair. That was uh, yeah. EST, Bianca Belair. Her hair is, like, so long, she can jump rope with it. That's too long. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, oh, and Edge chose Randy Orton. And that's all I remember. Uh, wait a minute. Edge cho chose Randy Orton? Randy uh, Orton's not Roman Reigns. Roman he chose Reigns. Roman Reigns. We don't want to see that. We want to see Edge versus Finn Balor. Because Edge was on NXT this Wednesday night and was talking to Pete Dunn and Finn Balor and talking those guys up and Edge was like, I've never had the NXT title and I want it. Kind of. So, if he did ch choose uh, Roman Reigns, it's kind of going to be a bummer, I guess. I don't know. Well, it kind of makes sense, I guess, that he chose Roman Reigns because Vince is never going to let NXT be the main event of WrestleMania. So, and your Royal Rumble winner's got to be the main event. So. Well, you can always put Bianca Belair in there. No. <laughs> no. That's a hard no. I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away from her. She's athletic, but 
Um, and I guess I shouldn't say too much considering I don't really watch the product all that much. Um, but I just don't think she's there yet. I'm surprised that they pushed her to win the Royal Rumble this year. Um, so I don't even who's even Raw's women's champ. Asuka. Oh, yeah, I don't see uh, her beating either one of them. Uh, so, I mean, I guess Asuka more than uh, Sasha Banks, because Sasha Banks is uh, pretty on fire right now. But Yeah, Sa- Sasha's, um, she's solid. Um, Asuka, she kind of lost every th- everything that she had. When she came over to the main roster, like, she was undefeated in NXT, and then all of a sudden she got to Raw, and then that kind of, like, diminished, I think. I can't remember the exact storyline, but, yeah, she was, like, this unbeatable force, and then they just threw that at the wayside like they always do. Well, Vince probably doesn't like her because she uh, can't speak English very well. And once Vince doesn't like something, he just doesn't do it. <laughs> he's pretty set in his ways. Very true, very true. I mean, what's he? he's like a 75-year-old man, so can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah. You know, I kind of missed out on wrestling uh, this week. I put in a few hours with snow and kind of just wore myself out. Just a few. Just a few. <laughs> um, but... Um, I really wanted to see what actually happened with um, Roman Reigns and um, what's his name, uh, Adam Pearce. I wanted to see that angle, but I missed out on that. And I know that Adam Pearce was actually on like uh, WWE or something like that on uh, talk or I don't know what show that was on, but Paul Heyman was sitting next to him and they got to jabbering a little bit back and forth and I, I just saw like a little short clip so um, hopefully that angle's still there because um, I really was enjoying that angle um, hopefully maybe we get something out of that angle um, whether it be like a, a Vince McMahon Stone Cold angle with Adam Pierce, um, because I mean the guy's been out of wrestling for six years, but I'm sure he can still go. Yeah, does he want to, though? He's he said on his social media numerous times that he doesn't really care to be in ring. He likes what he does. He likes producing. He likes training, all that stuff. So um, if, they, if they tied up his hands and said, yeah, you need to get in ring, I'm sure he might, uh, he might have a go. MJS has a question. Not a question. It's a statement. Okay. I do remember that Seamus stabbed McIntyre in the back. With a knife? No, not literally. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. We thought maybe Seamus was committing murders or something. No, no. You said no. stabbing. So he um he turned on Drew McIntyre, huh? Yes. Stabbed him like in prison? No. With a shank? No. No. Filed down toothbrush. 
So they're so they're gonna wrestle for the WWE titles. What you're saying? Well, I'm not sure about that, but that I'm I'm not sure. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, that's good to know. I mean, at least somebody's paying attention to Raw and SmackDown when uh, Dad's trying to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, you're our guinea pig. You have to be susceptible to that garbage wrestling. Right. <laughs> Little baby, she's got something to speak on AEW. AEW's the best! <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, um... It'll be interesting to see where uh, things go and progress uh, going into WrestleMania. Yeah, um, got a lot of good story angles. I mean, The Miz still has money in the bank, so we're still waiting for The Miz to cash in. Um, I'm thinking that he's probably going to cash in at Mania. Yes, MJS. Now I have a question. How did Miz get the money in the bank if Otis won it? He beat Otis for it. He beat Otis for the money in the bank contract. I did not know you could do that, but okay. Wait, wait, what are we paying you for if you're not watching the product? I didn't know. I thought that if anyone beat the person who has the money in the bank, they, the person who has it still gets to keep it. Oh. I didn't know the person who beat them gets it. All right, I, well, want, I want my $12 back. Yeah, it was a special match that they had for money in the bank. They, the Miz wanted the money in the bank, and so they had a match for the contract because the Miz was disappointed that... Otis was using the briefcase as a lunchbox. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, Axe Man, pick up that pencil and uh, deduct Megan's pay for this week. Asking silly questions Minus like that. Twelve dollars. <laughs> that, okay. that that leaves us uh, a quarter piece, right? Yes. <laughs> She's taking all of our money. Yeah. But um. I got a fun fact for you, for both of you. Um, so, on Dynamite, there was people who wrestled or were on the show from, um, obviously Dynamite, Impact, New Japan, and NWA. So, four different promotions on one show. Yeah. That might have been, like, the first time that's ever happened. Very well could be. And uh, that's showing you something that uh, during this time, I mean, it took COVID to bring these guys all together and work as one. Now, do you think if there was no COVID, this would still happen? Um, it might have happened later on, but not this fast. I did not expect uh, people to be partnering up like they are right now without or without COVID happening now NWA has worked with ROH in the past and ROH has worked with New Japan in the past do you think this means ROH is going to be pulled into the fold or do you think they're going to want to stay away and do their own thing I'm not complaining that they're not in there don't get me wrong I'm just curious because I'd like to see... There's some matches, some guys from ROH that I want to see wrestle against you know, some of these Dynamite guys and, and so on. Yeah, um, 
ROH used to be like the number two, number three company in the States, pretty much. Um, until um, probably I'm gonna say up to like when once NWA came out in AEW and I'm gonna say well Impact is still developing but yeah it was like in competition with Impact pretty much as far as um um, I'm gonna say like likings because ROH as a whole it's a good product but like nothing was really changing people were getting bought out of their contract or people were resigning and whatnot I mean you got a lot of good talent in ROH and ROH used to mean something back in the day Ring of Honor you know what I mean right so um, whether they get back in the mix or they fold that's kind of uh, the question at hand is how long are they going to be around? The only thing that uh, raises, that comes up for questioning is like, um, who's, how are they splitting money for all, between all these? You know what I mean? Like, they're on AEW Dynamite. Is just Dynamite getting money for these guys wrestling? You know, who's what would Impact do and how mad would they be if the Good Brothers were to get hurt on Dynamite? You know, I mean, I know they've got a working relationship and it's, oh, I'll give you some guys, you give me some guys kind of thing, but, you know, so are you only making the money off your show? Because I know ROH has not been putting out that many sh- I mean they've been putting out shows but it's been pretty limited and I I know a, a larger company owns them too so Sinclair I think right they still on Sinclair um I'm not for sure but I know they're owned by a pretty decent sized company yeah so I know they're not hurting for money but you know I'll be curious see if they want to get into the fold. I don't know. Yeah. I, only time will tell with that, I guess. Um, I think it would be beneficial if, like, um, ROH would partner up with AEW and just, I think, like, I mean, we talked about it before on the podcast, like, everybody just work as one. I mean, you can have guys just rotating from show to show and just promoting each show every week. Kind of like Kenny Omega and Impact. Don Callis. Like, I mean, that's... It, 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 we have brilliant minds in the wrestling industry that are like, okay, well, let's promote this show by bringing this guy on there, like Kenny Omega. Okay, well, I'm going to take the belt. Don Callis is going to, like, run away with me, and we'll talk to you next week on Impact. That's making you turn it, you turn into Impact, tune into Impact to see what's actually going on. And you know what? They can draw that out as long as they want and not give you anything. You can just drop little hints to keep you coming back in and then watching their show and keeping you interested in their show. Because even if I think even if you record it, I mean you're still getting a view out of it. 
Right. And I guess nothing really gets stale because you've got all these different promotions that have their own stuff going on. Plus, they're bringing in guys from other promotions to do stuff that you don't normally see wrestle. And you can just rotate people around and you can take feuds through several different shows. Yeah. Now, MJS, you're young in the wrestling world here. Like, what do you like to see as far as wrestling? I mean, do you want to see, like, everybody be one, or you want to watch, like, multiple shows? I know you don't really watch wrestling too much, just when Dad has it on the TV and you're forced to watch it. Okay, first of all, I'm not forced to watch it, but... Yeah. Okay. And... Um... What was the question again? <laughs> Alright, you gotta pay attention when you're on the podcast. The doctor's another cut out of her page here. <laughs> Alright, we're slowly getting our money back. <laughs> we're slowly getting our money back. That's right. Um, no, the question was, is like, what do you like to see? Like, you want to see like, okay, for example, WWE, you want to see like some guys on WWE or you want to see like, would you want to see Sasha Banks go to AEW and fight Britt Baker? Okay, that'd be cool. I want, I would choose that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Axe, man. I mean, that's why I got you around here. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. So, you would like to see um, companies come together and kind of people flop around, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. That's how it used to be back in the old days, Maggie's. Oh, oh. I didn't mean Maggie's. I meant MJS. Might get a chair shot. Oh, man. Chair's coming. Bop and stick. But, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to see, like we've said in the past, how things are going to go uh, moving forward. Um, I definitely didn't see this Kinta thing coming so quickly, like you said. Um, so, it'll be interesting, especially now that Jay Wade is back. So, Switchblade Jay Wade! Yeah, you, uh, I... You should yeah. watch that uh, YouTube clip of him coming back and uh, beating guys up in the ring. They're like, "Wow, he's Jay White!" Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I love the the uh, Japanese announcers when they announce him. They uh, so funny. they get really excited. Uh, so, yeah, Jay White's back, uh, Switchblade era. So, uh, I'm kind of hoping that uh, this uh, New Japan relationship leads into uh, a feud with uh, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. With the uh, old uh, current uh, Bullet Club guys. Yeah, uh, staying on uh, Jay White is that he is still under contract with New Japan. Yeah, it was just an angle. Yeah. Yeah, it was just an angle. So, um, yeah. For anybody that cares. I care. I'm here. I'll always be here. That's right. So, uh,. In other wrestling news, um, wrestling is coming to Pluto. Yeah, a bunch of a stuff bunch is of coming wrestling. to Pluto. Like, um... Independent Wrestling TV just signed a deal 
with Pluto, so they got a channel on there. Impact's got a channel on there. MLW is on there with BN. Yep. Um, so so that the pro wrestling channel on Pluto, um, I dabbled into it. I think the Axe Man himself dabbled into it a little bit. Um, they were showing old uh, Glow Wrestling, the original '80s Glow. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, it was uh, that. That was like interesting. When that came on, like parents would like turn it off because it was like they got pretty violent. Oh, really? Yeah. I turned it on after you said said the glow was on, uh, and I liked the show, so I figured I'd check it out. And uh, oh, you liked the uh, the Netflix show? I liked the Netflix okay. show, but I watched the. The actual show on the wrestling channel on Pluto, and uh, it was hokey. And I watched it for about two minutes, and I turned it off. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty hokey. But, yeah, they were pretty violent back in that, that time. Like, those girls, like, they, uh, they laid in their stuff because they weren't trained. So, like... Yeah, so they were pretty stiff. Yeah, they, they were stiff. They, they were stiff. So... And uh, I know that there was a lot of times to where they were pretty violent, and um, I think I, I know I wasn't allowed to watch it when it was on. So yeah, but um, everybody keep that in mind. Um, if you can't find anything, I mean, there's, I mean, not like we needed more options for wrestling because there's more wrestling than anybody could ever watch in their lifetime out there especially youtube youtube is glorious i love youtube <laughs> it's like uh heather's favorite uh wrestler glorious oh yeah bobby Ro rude bobby rude That's robert right. rude robert rude whatever oh, well that's your, that's your mom's boyfriend on the side one of them hmm? just like you like ricocheting that MJS and Ricochet. Hey, he's from Illinois. Yeah, he's from Illinois. Not too far away from where uh, the Axeman is from. Yeah. I mean, I used to beat him up. At, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. I used to beat him up in high school. Yeah. I think Even he's, though he's like six years older than you are. I think he's a little bit older than I am. Yeah. I think he's in his 30s. But, um, yeah, what did you... Um, I know we're kind of jumping all over the place. But, um... What did you think of um, Nick Aldis, his his little interview that he did? Yeah, um, I actually sent you that information, and I caught that. And Nick Aldis came out and said that he wants to partner up with everybody. He wants the, the companies to be one. So everybody's on the same track. I think uh, I think it's going to happen here soon because of this pandemic thing, like we were just talking about. I thought he said that he didn't want to go to any any other shows. Are you sure? Maybe I don't know how to read, but um, I thought maybe he... I don't know how to read. I don't know. Oh dang! We're going to lose sponsors now. <sighs> no, um, yeah, I thought he had said that. He's fine with them partnering together, but he doesn't feel the need to go to other shows because he wants to um, 
he wants to bring back the NWA because he's champ and he feels the need to do his due diligence to make the NWA popular again. And he's going to keep doing his own thing. He doesn't feel the need to go to other shows with his belt because he knows he is a real world's champ and he doesn't care what other people's belts or titles or whatever mean because he knows that he's the it man, I guess. Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe I just read it wrong, but I I was kind of getting my hopes up when I saw that too. But but I thought he was interpreting like I thought he thought it was positive since uh, Serena Deb and Thunder Rosa were both or Serena Deb um, Deb or whatever her name is. She's the NWA champion, and Thunder Rosa was the NWA champion. Yeah, uh, because uh, Britt Baker interfered and uh, Thunder Rosa lost to uh, Serena Deeb, yeah. Yeah. Side note on Serena Deeb, she used to be... uh, Yeah, women's trainer for NXT. NXT, and she used to be in the CM Punk faction, uh, Straight Edge Society. Oh, I did not know the second part. Yeah, yeah. She, she, uh, She got her hair shaved by CM Punk. So... And she had, uh, she was talking about how back early on in her career she thought she needed some enhancements. Body enhancements. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, and uh, she took those away because she realized that it doesn't really make anything. Yeah, well, unless you work in the WWE. Right. And that was back in the day, too. Of like that era when they were bringing in supermodels basically to wrestle. Yeah, like uh, Stacy Keebler. Ugh. Right. She's got legs. I uh. George Clooney knows how to use them. <laughs> I still have. Um, Red Heather. A little bit of uh, PTSD from wrestling back in the day. Women's wrestling back in the day. It is how garbage it was. That it. It's very hard for me to watch women's wrestling now. But uh, I was really impressed with uh, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa this week. It was a very good match. Britt Baker, she is good. And she hasn't been wrestling that long. Right. She is good. Like, her whole heel turn, like, the just her facial expressions. When she looks to the camera and just locks that lockjaw device in her opponents like she's just like posing for the camera like hey I'm doing this and you're gonna watch I can't believe it I can't believe they still let her do that move with the COVID she's wearing a glove yeah still it is what it is I guess um but to stay on the women's topic with AEW you see they're doing that tournament yes uh that looks really intriguing they got all the all the those women from Japan so yeah I'm interested. I think it'll be a really good tournament. Um, so I don't know if they're like gearing up to move the belt over, or they're going to keep building the Hikaru Shida. But I don't know. It's going to be hard because the women's division starting to gain some traction now that they got um, Thunder Rosa's really good. Britt Baker's on fire right now. Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb's good. But you know, with her being NWA Women's Champ. I mean, they may push her a little bit. I mean, if I was Billy Corgan, I she's would... She's still signed to AEW, though. 
Serena Deeb is? Yeah. She's not signed to, to NWA. So maybe Billy Corgan's just trying to get his name out there for his product then. It could be. I mean, like we said, I mean, the more they all work together, the better off the product is. Right. Right. Well, and it only helps Billy Corgan because... Uh, With all that stuff. Yeah, rumor has it that he wasn't paying some of those guys very much. Yeah, I mean, Ziggy Dice got offered like... 250 bucks a show. Yeah. Which That's is... not a whole lot. <laughs> I mean... And he, and he would have to live in Georgia... Right. On 250 bucks a week? Not going to happen in Atlanta. No. Um, but yeah, speaking of Zicky Dice, somebody signed Zicky Dice. Yeah. <laughs> Outlandish. Oh, he's so, he's just so good. I mean, he came out of nowhere. I didn't like him at first, but when I sat down and watched a few NWAs, he's good. He's got the, he's got, I mean, he's not the most, like, muscular guy or, He's a little, he's a heavier guy, but I think he's athletic. He can definitely talk on the mic. He's got lots of charisma. He's built a good character, so I'd like to see him, you know, come into AEW or Impact or whatever. Yeah. I think he'd be really good. You know, that's like Ricky Starks. I mean, when I first started watching NWA uh, Power, like, I wasn't really too big of a fan on, on uh, Ricky Starks, but... Since teaming up with Taz, like, him being on the mic, he's actually very, very talented. I mean, he's more talented than probably um, Powerhouse Hobbs and um, uh, Brian Cage. Yeah. Um, on, on his mic uh, handles. I mean, Will Hobbs is young, so... I won't take anything away from him since he's still learning. But Brian Cage is extremely athletic. But I don't think he's much of a talker. Um, I've seen some promos that he did in Lucha Underground, and they're just, they're okay. Um, but that's why he's with Taz. Ricky Starks doesn't need to be with Taz. Because no, he, can, he can talk, he's athletic, he can wrestle. He's got it all there. I think he's just kind of in that action to like get him going to springboard him so yeah i mean ricky starks would make a great tnt champion i mean i don't necessarily see him being like the main event status but i think i see him as being like a mr perfect kind of kind of deal somebody well, that can talk and like back it up and then like shine other people well maybe one day maybe. he's young he's I don't. I think he's like my age. You know, look at MJF. MJF's younger than I am. Yeah. And he's. He'll be there one day. Yeah, him and that stupid um, scarf. Ugh. Don't get me started on the scarf. Right. I like his scarf. Well, yeah, leave it, leave it to MJF to like a scarf. Of course you do. Yeah, and you take your scarf and you eat your noodles. She says okay. I don't. I don't really have a scarf, but okay. Well, go knit one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I think I think Sammy Guevara is gonna be done in the inner circle. Uh, yeah, I would agree on that. Um, Sammy's kind of fed up. I mean, the way that um, Jericho kind of like pushed him out of the ring. 
Um, it was kind of a bummer, but I mean, it, it's either Sammy or Sammy and Hager or Jericho and MJF, and I think you got to go with the firepower of Jericho and uh, MJF. Yeah, I mean, how much longer before the inner circle is broken up, though? Yeah, only time will tell. Only time will tell. So. Anyways, uh, should we take a uh, short commercial break? Yeah, I think so. Um, MJS has given me the the evil eye. I think uh, she's reaching for the chair, so I think I'm going to hurry up and get my sponsor before I get a... Get one to the side of the dome piece. Uh, yeah. This week uh, we got amazing raisins. Uh, apparently they taste like watermelons. I don't think so, but uh, they say so, and they're the sponsor this week. So yeah, they're delicious. They taste like watermelons. Amazing fruit products. <laughs> USA, all the way. <laughs> Gluten free, no sugar added. 110 calories per pack. I mean, I don't really watch my calorie intake, but... Right. Sure. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back with you after this commercial break. Alright, uh, we're back. I'm full of raisins. Hopefully I don't drink too much water. I might explode. Right. But if you do, we do have a bathroom. We have two of them. Oh, good. I'll need both. Alright. <laughs> uh... I think we should get this on the roll while MJS is uh, out doing heel stuff so I don't get a chair shot. Um, or maybe I'll have to channel my inner Brody Lee Jr. Yeah. Shh. Be quiet, Excalibur. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, that cracks yeah, me up. That's my Twitter handle, Shut Up Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Maybe I'll have to do that to MJS. <laughs> Shut up, MJS. <laughs> Be quiet, MJS. She is quiet. We don't even have to tell her that. So, uh, now we're going to try uh, our new segment. Um, well, we don't really have a name 100%, but we're going with uh, Beer City Boys Old School Rewind. So, so, what this is, is we're going to try to watch a match, whether it be 5, 10, 15 minutes or whatever. We're going to try to keep it within 15 minutes. Um, and just kind of like watch the match together. Um, and then kind of give like um, what we what we thought of it and whatnot. So, like I said, this match is, is NWA 1988. So a couple of years before the Axeman was born. Um, just a few. <laughs> it's uh, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard versus Barry Windham and Sting. NWA Super Belts. So I think it must have been a TV broadcast. So on that note, uh, let's uh, press the play button and see where we're at. We got uh, Tony Schiavone. On commentary. Um, little known fact is that uh, Barry Windham is actually uh, the uncle of uh, 
Tessa, yeah. Bo, Bo Dallas. Oh, excuse me. And uh, uh, the fiend Bray Wyatt is uh, their um, their dad is uh, Mike Rotunda, which was IRS. It's a shame that Tully had to retire so early. So would they have been the four horsemen at this time? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they were in the four horsemen. Little known fact about, uh... The four guys in the ring, they were all four horsemen. Even Sting. Yeah, for a little bit Sting was, yeah. Yep. And, uh... Barry Windham became a horseman, uh... When, uh, Oli stepped out of the ring, I believe. Because he was booking then after that for a while, right, Oli? Yeah. So nothing's really going on. Um, the ref just made uh, Tully come back in because he tagged in from the floor, and I guess uh, that doesn't count. It's nice that the ref's actually going by the rules. Yep. So uh, it was Tully and uh, Barry Windham in the ring, and uh, Tully yeah. just turned tagged in Arn. So Arn stepped in the ring real quiet, kind of head down. Slow walk around pace. They're looking to like lock up hands here. Kind of feeling each other out. Collar elbow tie up. Backed up in the corner. Arms laying some shots into Barry. So. And this is the wrestling that I like, this uh, this storytelling, not the high flying. Arn's actually going up to the top rope here. He's going to get power slammed off the top rope. It never worked out for Arn. You'd think he'd learn. Boom. Arn hits the mat. Oh. And now we're on commercial break. <laughs> we got a commercial break. Oh, make sure you subscribe to uh, NWA Digest. Yep. $24.95 for 12 issues. That's a, that's a steal. <laughs> subscribe today. Oh. oh. We got Sting in the ring after the commercial break with Tully. Just gave Sting just gave Tully a drop kick. kick. Tully's going back and forth from uh, Sting and Barry Windham's corner between Sting and Barry Windham. They're giving him both shots here. Taking it to the outside. Tully's uh, on the outside, and uh, Barry Windham just gave him a huge um, atomic drop. Now Tully's on the outside. Atomic drop. You don't see that on 
in today's wrestling, do you, Axe Man? you probably never seen that move in your life. Yeah, where he drops him on his knee. Yeah. There's, uh... Come on, you're supposed to be playing in the gimmick. Oh, I mean, oh, man, no, I've never seen that. That's a wrestling move right there. Tully's getting counted out here. Sting and Tully are back in the ring. Sting just did his uh, his famous screeching, I think. Sting's posing. Sting was a big dude. He was he was big. He wasn't really like Jack Jack, but. Uh, him and uh, the Ultimate Warrior Warrior used to run together, the Blade Runners. So, Tully and uh, Arn are doing their classic uh, heel gimmicks where uh, they, they talk the talk and then they get in the ring and they kind of you know, coward a little bit yep. when uh, things aren't going their way in the ring. This is old school at its finest right here. A lot of good talent in this ring. Sting got a name for himself once he uh, got paired up with Ric Flair and uh, wrestled Flair for the NWA World Championship. Well, I mean, who's better rivals, though, than Sting and Flair? Yeah, that's true. That is very true for back in this day. Tully just went uh, through, the, through the ropes. So that used to be uh, a DQ, right? If they throw him over like that. Yeah, back in the NWA, if you got thrown over the top rope, that was a DQ. And NWA set up just to like uh, AEW a lot. Oh, Barry Windham just came around the corner and gave him a meeting of the minds. Gave him a meeting of the minds, yeah. I kind of wish that Sting would have never went away from that beach blonde hair. Yeah, you he had the little rat's tail in the back. No, he doesn't need that. <laughs> ah, I like that. The Stinger. It almost seems like uh, Sting and Barry Windham aren't really uh, faces in this. They keep. Hit, giving them illegal hitting moves and stuff. Sting and Windham? Yeah. Um, well, J.J. Dillon's on the mic on commentary with uh, um, Tony Schiavone. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, that's... They're, they're, uh, they're crowd favorites, Windham and Sting. You know, Sting was a big crowd, crowd guy. Um, I don't think he was ever a heel. I mean, not till like TNA days. Yeah. Oh, oh we got another commercial break. Goodness. Don't go away. There's a lot of commercials in this. Oh. Captain Lou. Captain Lou Albano. Call 1-900-660-4-LOU. <laughs> Maybe you'll get lucky the, in that number. The wrestling hotline. 
He's talking to you. A dollar fifty the first minute. We're back to the action here. Sting has got Tully on the ground. Arn Anderson just came in and hit uh, Sting. So what do you think about this match so far? It's um, not really your style, I know that. Yeah. Um, it's a good classic old match. It's a little slow, but I mean, I know that's what uh, kind of started it at all. I mean, um, I do like a little bit more fast-paced stuff, but I really like... Uh, oh, look at Tully. <laughs> I do like a classic old-school tag team match, so... Uh, I just don't know a lot about um, Barry Windham, and I haven't watched too many Tully matches, but uh, I do really like Double um, A and uh, Sting, so it's uh, nice to see that. And then, of course, classic Arn, ground and pound. Yep. Got uh, Sting down on the ground, twisting his uh, twisting lower his leg knee. right below his knee and his ankle. He's uh, digging Working into the leg, it. Yep. Yeah. Working the leg. That's uh, that's that's the thing about uh, old school wrestling is they work the body part. Well, Sting just kicked him off and hit the turnbuckle. Tully got the tag on that. He's coming in for a hot tag. Wyndham jumps in the ring. Oh, here comes the ref. Oh, yep. now he throws him over. Sting, Sting over, the, over top. the top rope. Oh, this should be a DQ, but the ref, ref didn't see it. Yeah. You know, you'd think after all this time, uh, they'd send some of these refs to school by now, and they'd have uh, extra refs set down there. Oh, somebody's got a chair. Oh, Arn had a chair. I think he just hit Sting. Oh, uh, at this point in time, too, is that Tully and Iron were the world's tag team champions? They just announced. So, back in uh, NWA days, they had uh, two tag team titles. Well, now uh, Tully's getting some help from J.J. Dillon at the side desk. He's holding on to him for extra leverage on the figure four. Yep, stretching him out. Oh. Arn Tully switched up, did the whole uh, I tag thing, you know. Ref is just letting him. Now he's got him in a oh half Boston Crab. Still working that leg of stings. But uh, going back to what I was saying before is that uh, NWA back in this time, they had uh, two tag titles. They had the world's NWA tag championships and then the U.S. Uh, championships. So, U.S. tag titles. Scott and Rick Steiner always used to have the, the U.S. titles. They used to fight the, the Freebirds and the Midnight Express for the belts. You know, it only made sense, though, back in the day because you had so many great tag teams. Kind of like AEW has so many great tag teams right now. So. Yeah. I would like to see uh, AW bring in that, that secondary tag belt, you know? 
Maybe like uh, like New like, Japan's got like, the like the TNT Tag Champions. You know, maybe they'll they'll do something if they ever get that second show. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That would be interesting to see if they would uh, bring back like an extra pair of tag titles. So Arn's back in now after uh, Tully knocked uh, Barry Windham down and then tags in Arn. Uh, Arn's uh, working the leg and he's trying to get to pin Sting, but Sting keeps breaking out. Lots of two counts here. Now uh, Sting's squeezing Arn. He's got his legs wrapped around him. He's squeezing him. I like scissors. Tully's trying to get uh, get the tag to uh, to Arn. Crowd was going nuts there for a minute. Yeah, classic. Uh, the classic 80s crowd. Yeah, baby face working back from getting beat down. Yep. Sting just uh, suplexed. Tully and uh, Barry Windham's going crazy. The crowd's cheering him He's on. He's looking for the hot tag. For the hot tag. We're we gonna get the hot tag. Tully's looking for Arn right now. It's gonna stop Sting. Oh no! He got the tag. Barry's coming in with the hot tag. Uh, the, the hot tag here. Oh, Barry Windham with a big clothesline. Oh, here comes Arn. Oh, Arn's got a boot. Arn's got a boot. Yeah, we're calling for the bell, so it's going to be a disqualification. Sting and Windham win. Listen to those fans just go wild for that. What a way to, uh, to end uh, the match. Obviously, you know, Sting and Barry aren't going to lose because then they lose all their momentum, but they're not going to have them beat the tag champs because uh, that doesn't make sense either. So, Yeah, you never know. I mean, that's happened before. I mean, Sting and uh, Luger used to be a tag team too. So, uh... Yeah, I think that's going to do it for our first ever uh, Old School Rewind. Uh, what do you think? I didn't think it was too bad. Um, I mean, the match that we picked out here, actually I kind of picked it out. You picked out uh, the team that you wanted to uh, to watch. Um, I didn't really find too much. Uh, well, I mean, I only searched. Uh, well, I tried to get uh, two classic tag teams, uh, the Midnight Express and... Um, Tully and Arn, but uh, uh, they didn't have that. So, no, oh, this was a pretty good match, though. Uh, like I said, I've not really uh, watched all that many uh, matches with Tully or uh, Barry Windham in it. So uh, it was nice to change it up and see some new stuff. Um, and uh, obviously, I've never seen this match, but uh, it was nice to see some old school stuff I've never seen before. Um, I'm more of a newer school guy, as everybody knows. But, um, yeah, I guess uh, the fans are going to have to give us some feedback. Uh, 
we can uh, keep this segment going. Yeah, I mean, if you guys are interested, just um, look that match up and give it a watch or something and um, see what you think. I mean, I like this this classic, uh, that classic wrestling from the NWA days um, uh, going back into um, the 80s, the early 90s. Um, as soon as it started to get... Uh, Crazier and crazier, I, I had really no interest in seeing somebody dive out of the ring like six times. No. No. <laughs> no, I mean, it's... Keep it in the ring. Everybody can dive outside the ring, right? Yeah. How many people can uh, keep it inside? I mean, how many super kicks do you need to see in one uh, one match? At least 12. Yeah, <laughs> when, when you're talking to the Young Bucks. So... But, um, yeah, like always, uh, hit us up on uh, Twitter or uh, email um, and uh, let us know what you think. Or if you got any match suggestions you want us to watch along, we're down for, for any suggestions. And uh, Yeah, if you see us in the streets, just give us a shout. Yeah. Know, tell us what you want to hear. Yeah, so... We know some people that don't want to touch base with us on uh, Twitter and... Um, and uh, email, so I mean, we'll take the the criticism on the streets too. We're not like that. Yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, that's uh, about all I got this week. Uh, Maddie Ice, uh, you got anything else? Nope. Just uh, reminder on the three W's. Yeah, yeah, uh, and be safe out there, all of you folks going to Super Bowl parties and stuff. Yeah, it's Super Bowl weekend. So, be safe out there. Oh, stay warm. It's uh, pretty cold here in Milwaukee. Negatives. Milwaukee. Yeah, the good land. The good land. For all you uh, listeners out there in the land. That's right. Um, so, bundle up. Be safe out there. and uh, Especially this weekend, but all the time... Uh, Get a get a DD. So that's right. Tom Brady sucks. Yeah. So uh, we're out. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hot tag podcast two thousand twenty at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter at Beer City Boys One. Hot, hot tag, tag out.